Red Belly Play of the Day. Thanks to Red Belly Sports. Intelligent betting strategies for results like no other. See for yourself at redbellysports.com.au. It's a good morning to you on the Sunshine Coast, Edward Kennett. Yeah, and it is. It's shining. Don't you worry about that, Gareth. It's very nice. Yeah. How was your swim this morning? <laughs> I gave it a miss this morning. I was a bit scared. <laughs> I said the sun was out. I didn't say it was really warm. <laughs> oh, um, I know you've got a share in Sacred Palace. Can it win in Adelaide today, Edward? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, tip my horses usually, but I would have thought... Uh, well, Gator was keen on it. Yeah. Very, very hard to beat in that race, yeah. All right, mate. We wish you, look, we wish you the best of luck there. Um, what are we doing today with your play of the day? Um, I'll be very quick. I know Kev's not on, so I might have a little bit of time. Just, I think the track's going to be pretty firm there today. Yeah. I, I don't think it'll be... Uh, oh, have you already spoken about that this morning, have you, No, Gareth? you can tell us. Yeah, it's a soft five at the moment, but do you think we might be getting an upgrade there, Ed? Yeah, I think so, because there's been, been nothing happening down there. Everyone I've spoken to said there's no rain on it. I know they haven't put any irrigation on it. So um, I would have thought it might get to a good four, but we'll go soft five and a good four. Don't, it's not going to affect <clears throat> what I'm just about to go through. I hope I don't cough, Gareth, because I can feel one coming. <laughs> um, race 10. You can um, cough if you like. We'll understand, Ed. <laughs> of all the races to go to, race 10... You know, I think a lot of punters would agree most times it's um, it's almost like they orchestrate the race to make it difficult. But um, I, I thought, you know, it was hard to be really super confident in a lot of races today at Randwick. Not saying it's a bad card, I'm saying it's an open card and you don't have to find many winners. And that's what punters love, to be honest, I would have thought. But, um, yeah, look, if we look at this race here, we've got uh, Good Speed, Prince Aurelius. We've got Tavala. Cafe Royale, ready to humble. I think from the bush, we'll be up there. So that always interests me when you've got a good tempo because we're going to get a fair race. We don't like unfair races, do we, Gareth? Right. And, um, yeah, look, I, I, when I looked at the map and I'm seeing um, JoJo was a man. Now, last start, JoJo was a man. It, it was a terrific win. It stays in the same grade. The unfortunate thing for horses when they win, of course, is they, in handicap events, is they get penalised. So, Staying in the benchmark 78 and staying at 1,400, it cops a two-kilogram penalty here, um, which some people don't like, but um, it was pretty dominant when it won. And then you look to the map and you see where it's going to sit. So all those horses I just mentioned that are going to be up in front, Gareth, bar, bar for Valor, who I'm not totally sure can cross, but I think it might. Um, they're sort of not horses that will figure in the finish, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think. So it's sort of in a position where it's going to be out wider than some of those and stalking them. So it's not going to be stuck on the inside getting caught up. It's going to get its chance to stalk up behind those and, and um, run on over the top of them like it did last time. Um, the two kilograms, you know, can make a bit of a difference. Now, the other one, of course, that I want to mention here is, um, uh, first of all, for Valor. Um, I spoke about a horse the other week and I said if it, it was a Kiramar horse, I can't remember the name, but, but I sort of took it on because I didn't think it could get across and it didn't. I'm not sure what this favela is going to do, so I'm just going to leave that horse in abeyance, listeners, and go now to Sinbar, who won last start on, in a midweek, mid-week event up in Brisbane. And um, the interesting thing about this horse, Gareth, is 
that it, um, it first of all, does race back, but it was six weeks between runs last start. Um, it's had four winners in its career, and three of those have been when, it, when it's first up or fresh. So it's not that today, and it's going to get back. So when it's not getting its perfect conditions, you know, coming into a harder race um, down in Sydney, going to get back on the map. I'm not bagging the horse. It's a good animal. Sinbar is a, is a good animal for a race like this. I just can't be with it. Um, but I can't talk anyone out of it, if that makes sense. So, yep. race 10, number four, Jojo was a man, loved the map, liked the strength, copying the penalty. Um, I think you could actually save on this Zimbargo. If there's a horse I'm worried about in this race coming storming at me late, uh, you, you are going to be here in Simba for sure. So seventy dollars to win. Jojo was a man, and then thirty dollars on Simba. Is that how you play it with your hundred dollars, Ed? Spot on. That's exactly what I was going to say, mate. So uh, I'm learning. You're too good, Gareth. <laughs> Anything else? One for step us? ahead of me every time. <laughs> Anything yeah. else for us, Edward? No, no. I think I, I might just um, play it safe. I, 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 I will say one thing. I have had something yesterday myself and the members. Um, race seven at Caulfield on the general. There, there are other complexities in the race, but not a super big bet, but just a horse we have of interest due to the map. Okay, he's seventeen dollars and the six dollars the general. Um, so we wish you the best of luck there, Edward all over the country with your family there at Red Belly Sports, but good luck with your, your own horse, Sacred Palace, there in Adelaide. Thanks, Garth. Talk to you next week. So, look forward to it. Red Belly Sports is where the results speak for themselves. The Red Belly ratings and intelligent betting strategies get results like no other. Open up Red Belly Live on your mobile or PC and bet like a pro with today's strategies right at your fingertips. These are ratings for the experienced putter who demand supreme quality. You have to see the results for yourself. Why not join Red Belly Sports for a month and enjoy the ride? Head to redbellysports. This is the Interstate Hour, and it's a Group 1 meeting. It's the final Group 1 meeting for the season in Australia, and we're heading back up to Eagle Farm with the Tats TR, and Bart Sinclair joins us now to preview this card. Good morning, Bart. Good morning, Gareth. Good morning, all. It's postcard perfect weather here today, so... Track's going to be good for. Looks a good card. Sensational. Where are your special starting at Eagle Farm? Look, in race two, number nine, Tara Jasmine, she's had two runs back, both on soft tracks. She's been in the market both times. She's bungled the start both times. She's got a tongue tie on today, and I just hope Willie Pye can get her out of the boxes. Uh, her stable mate is the $1.95 chance, number 10, Uncommon James. She's trialled like a bomb. Hasn't started for just over a year, and uh, he did go a little bit hard in the trial. I'm just worried that he might uh, just want to do the same here under race conditions. And the other one there is uh, Joy DeWall, number seven. Now, Tara Jasmine, they did bet $16. There's a couple of scratchings, and she's now $5.50. That's, that's probably rock bottom, but I'm happy to give her another go. Race two, number nine, Tara Jasmine. Yes, a few little hurdles to overcome there, but uh, she's got the ability. Race four, the Tats Cup, I like number five, Bonnie Ezra. His form since coming to Australia has been really consistent. Just one qualifier there. It has been all wet track form in Sydney, but um, Ari Sequel just beat him last time and came here and won the Brisbane Cup, so the form line's good. So um, happy to be with him, race four, number five, and hope he can uh, adapt to these firmer conditions today. And I think the best bet of the day, race six, number one, Rhapsody Rose. She ran fourth, second up 
in a very good three-year-old race. Thelric, uh, ingratiating, was placed there. R&T was the runner-up, and I've got an opinion of him. So I think that was a really uh, strong three-year-old race. Set weight, she's the best-weighted horse all day. Race six, number one, Rhapsody Rose. The Cordy, um, you're going to get a good divvy if you can get this one. Um, race six, I'll go Rhapsody Rose. I'll put in number five, put on the red light, who finished behind her last time, but uh, had to go back to near last and made up good ground in the straight. So we just go one and five in race six. Race seven, Gareth. Sometimes when they win at big odds, you think there's a bit of a fluke about that. But this horse, number two, Johnny Rocket, he came across from a wide draw and led easily. And I couldn't see why he couldn't do it again. He's got a little bit of a tricky draw again. He'll jump from 10, but he's got good gate speed. Goes to 1,400 metres. This is a good start. And I love leaders in 1,400 metre races. I think he'll lead again race two to beat seven, uh, Chase and Artie. So we'll just go two and seven because we need to go wide in these last two. Race eight, not necessarily in this order. I've got two, three, five, eight, and nine. Two, she out the bar. An unusual preparation for this, but uh, she does have group one form. Two, three, five, eight, and nine. And in the last, um, the Healy Stakes, King of Sparta has trial well. has got a very good fresh record. You have to respect the Team Snowden, and they've had a wonderful carnival here. So King of Sparta have got on top to beat four Rangers, the stable mate, and number five, shooting for gold. He comes into 14 but still needs a great Willie Pike ride to overcome that. Eight, four, and five in the last. Gareth, we've got a good card. Um, last group one of the year, the Tattersalls Tiara. So looking forward to today. Yep, can't wait. But what's been your highlight over the carnival so far? Um, look, I think the the Snowden horse, Mazu, showed yeah. enough. Uh, uh, she's a belter, again, from the Snowden camp, won the size and the JJ. It, it's not easy to do that, so I think she's a, a filly for the future. And the low light of the last um, uh, week, the Lions. Oh. <laughs> Black armband still on. They'll be right. We'll get Sorko and Bailey back and then look yeah, out. They need, they need speed, and, yeah. and they're two of their quicker players, but they, they were exposed for pace. You might get a price now, Bart. It's okay. <laughs> Good on you, Bart. Yeah, well, I'll stick along. <laughs> Good on you, Bart. There's Bart Sinclair, thanks to the Brisbane Racing Club. Um, Cosy, I, I just need the scratchings there, please, at uh, Eagle Farm. All right, weather fine, and uh, we had a, a good track, a good four. The rail's had six metres, 1,600 to 1,000, and eight metres, the remainder of the Peno, 5.87. 21 of the bout. Now, race one, take out one acrophobic, number one. Race two, put out one rainbow connection, five never paid, one and five. Third event, two, nothing sweet about me, and four, Luna Snit, two and four. The fourth, seven, Alakan, number seven. Race five, emergency, 17 to 22. Piracy, Zucas, High Harry, Revenir, Mason's Chance Vertical, 17 through to 22. Race six, nine, Smashing Plates, number nine. Race seven, eight, Stroll, number eight. The eighth event, emergencies, 18 to 21. Salatine, Xenifer, April Rain, Tycoon Evie, 18 through to 21. And race nine, six fit and beauty, fifteen Tremonto and sixteen joy to all. Six, fifteen and sixteen. Weather fine and a good four today in Brizzy. And I might get your um the scratchings and track conditions as well from Adelaide at Morphaville this afternoon, Cosy. Overcast, soft seven there, Pano six point eight, rail out eight metres, twelve hundred to the post, five the remainder, total of twenty one out. Race one, put out three Eros, nine for Boog's sake and ten it's my turn, three, nine and ten. 
Second clear, the third, two Taramansua, seven young hostess and fourteen Sortel, two seven and fourteen. The fourth five, Mingora, number five. Race five, four Freedom Escape, twelve worth bottling, thirteen Chromatica and fifteen Superior Sam, four twelve, thirteen, fifteen. Race six, seven Solar Gale, number seven. Seventh event, eight Eagles Crag, ten Petruccio, fourteen Unlaced, eight, ten and fourteen. Race 8, 4 Litchfield County and 9 Daunting Magic, 4 and 9. In the final event, race 9, 3 Rolls, 7 Bold Bourbon, 8 Lorenzetti and 12 Dirt on Harry, 3, 7, 8 and 12. And Nadia Horn joins us and there's a big representation from the Victorians this afternoon at Morvanville. Nadia, good morning to you. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. Where do we start with your best bets, please? I reckon we'll start race five with number three, El Cordova. Who's had the two runs back this preparation, was good last time out. There's been really good market support for it in the last 30 minutes. They did bet in excess of $3 um, at around 9am. It's now into 260 and continuing to firm. And, and I just feel the horse has got far superior form to some of these. So that's race five for three. That's my best bet on the program. I then went to race six. I do think number 10, Munster's got a great chance. And the main reason being, Angus Chung will take off three kilos, claiming off the minimum. Doesn't want to be a lot of speed in this race, and I'm anticipating that he's going to be somewhat handy in the run. His figures are definitely good enough to win. So race six for 10, Munster I'm keen on. And the other horse I like comes up in race nine. Look, I've got this a very deep race, but there has been good money in the last um, 20 minutes for number 16, Nicker John, and uh, they did bet 13 odd dollars. He's now into 8.50. I thought his effort last time out was great. He was placed, um, and I know it's been quite some time since he's won a race, but he ran to a good enough rating last time out to really give this a shake, and he also gets the three kilo claim off the minimum. So the three horses we like are race five to three, race six to 10, and race nine, number 16. And if you're playing a quaddy, we'll go 5, 10 in the first leg, 1 out the 4 in the second, 1, 3, 6, 7, 12, 14 the third leg, and 2, 6, 11, 13, 16 in the last. And Nadi, we're on a soft 7. The rail's out 8 metres to the 1,200 to the winning post, as Cosie pointed out, and 5 metres for the remainder. So how do you think this track will play? Look, we often find um, when there is any rain around and we are dealing with a heavy track like we are today, they can sort of tend to play off fence, um, and that'll be the way I think that most of them will be looking today, is even with that rail being out, you know, this is the bigger track, uh, and they can pretty much win from from everywhere, but they may sort of tend to roll off the fence throughout the program. And I might just um, get your thoughts on a horse like No Drama. Shane Jackson, the foreman for Lindsay Smith, said he's, he should be winning on his on the form that he showed at home, and Jared Fry was bullish when I had a chat to him during the week. Your thoughts on his chances? Jeez, he's been well-backed. Yeah, look, I've got him marked as the, the clear likely winner in the race. Look, he's, he's too short to probably label as special now, but he might be a good leg of a multi. He's been gilded since his um, former life where he was in New Zealand, and he has had two very impressive jump outs for Lindsay Smith, and they've both been on wet tracks. So you'd feel he's going to handle it, and he's likely to go forward. So I reckon he looks a, a really good way to start the day, but, you know, you're going to have to take the short, so he might be a good leg of a multi. Jason Warren gave a good push for Darcy Andermill at $9.50 in race four. Your thoughts there? Yeah, look, um, in race number four, this is a race where I do think there's quite a few chances. But funnily enough, I did have uh, Darcy Andermill as my top pick in the race. You know, like he's a 9.50 chance and he does get through the going, which is a big tick. I thought he rated particularly well with his effort 
when he was able to um, be placed at Geelong last time out. And he didn't have the best of luck where he was held up in the early part of the straight. And he was still quite strong through the line. So are we going to have something on him at the at the bigger price that is on offer? I think he's got just as good a chance as anything at the, at the quote. Yeah, I know that you're keen on Al Cordobas in race number five um, there at Adelaide. But what about another rally who was impressive on debut in those famous colours for Patrick Payne? Yeah, look, I'm, I've got another rally in as the, the likely danger to um, El Cordoba's um, in the event. Another rally went to Mildura at its first start. Look, it was OK on that occasion. Um, it had the best last 600 for the meeting there, so you would feel that the horse will take benefit out of it. It has had a, a soft trial leading into this. They were looking at running this horse, uh, I think it was last week at, at Murray Bridge. They had him... Um, entered and they ended up scratching him. So he might have had a bit of a, a setback on that occasion, but he is solid in the market and you would think that off of his debut win, uh, he'll take benefit out of it. And Patrick Payne's got a really good record when he does elect to travel his horses in particular to Adelaide. So he's one I'd definitely be putting in your exotics for sure. And uh, Sacred Palace is at $3.40 for the Victorians. Exeter at $12 that goes to Adelaide instead of Melbourne today. I know you're keen on Munster. Um, is Sacred Palace a danger there in your eyes? Um, you would have to feel that, you know, I've got it as the second pick yeah. in the race, Sacred Palace behind Munster. And as I said, I put Munster on top because I think it gets the, the big weight relief. But, you know, Sacred Palace has been coming through some pretty strong races. It went around in a, a 78 and an 84 at its last two starts. And did rate to a very good level off of that slow speed in that race where it was placed in the event won by Jigsaw last time out. You'd have to concede it has got a, a really good chance in the race. But lack of speed the race, that's probably the, the the little query, but it probably doesn't get that far back in the run here. So, you know, that seems to be um, an, another leading contender in the event. I've got it ranked second behind Munster. And do you give the Vic Somerset Morton? has been well back for Danny O'Brien and also Kissinger at $7 for Lindsay Smith and Jared Fry. Yeah, look, definitely got um, chances, um, both both of those horses in the event. I I think that Somerset Morn, he's a a horse who we have seen competitive um, heading over to Adelaide in the past and he's fitter for um, that one run back from a break. I've got him in as the second pick. There looks to be good speed in that race and I feel that they'll run along. I've got no name lane, obviously, the the horse to beat in the race um, off of his recent last start win, which is very good ranked between the class and time um, of the event, but Somerset Morn uh, is a, a leading charge. Look, Kissinger, I, I didn't sort of have it in as one of my leading contenders in the event, but you wouldn't be surprised if he ended up improving off of what he did last time out. He, he's definitely better, and uh, he has got good form on soft going. So he'd be one I'd be definitely including um, in your in your quaddie for sure. You're a star, Nadia. Just repeating your best race. Five, number three, race six, number 10, and race nine, number 16. Very good. Thanks, Gareth. Good on you, Nadia. There's Nadia Horn there looking at a few of those races at uh, Morfordville. Now, the Western Whisperer, or well, young Riley Morgan was on RSN Central's Metro Form Express yesterday. He's keen on a couple. He likes his best bet. This is a smart gallop, a bit of merit race for number five. They knocked back some big money there um, from some Hong Kong interests, but goes around first up from a break. So race four, number five bit of merit and false statement and an each way price race six number five i think god has chosen can win the feature he's short he was unlucky there the other day he's a progressive type for lindsey smith that's race eight number seven and it's a ray day for simon miller progressive type um, it's the favorite but will be mighty hard to beat there at belmont in that final event 
Harry White will be with us shortly to have a look at this meeting at Echuca, but we are racing there on a heavy eight. Anthony Pally this morning reporting that we'll be staying at that range, Cozzy. So what's the, the scratchings looking like there from Echuca? Now, today, it looks like it's going to be fine. A heavy eight to round out 3,000 of the 400 through the remainder and a total of 27. Race one, number one, Alpha Male. Two, Amberlack. Five, Spirit of Nature. Six, Diamond of Faith. Eight, Love and Our Grace. And eight, in Thinking Better of It. One, two, five, six, eight, eighteen. Second event, one, Gobbo's Mate. Five, The Exchange. Six, Trelaw. Seven, In a Blast. Eleven, Vandell. One, five, six, seven, eleven. Third event, seven, Hypocrite. Eleven more Saturdays. Seven and eleven. The fourth, thirteen, Femme Americaine. Number thirteen. Race five, number nine, Chitabi, 12, Benjamin, 13, Jean Elvis, 14, 11, B, and 15, readily rewarded. 9, 12, 13, 14, 15. Race six, nine, hit the moon, 12, ghosted, 13, tycoon, raff, 15, then, 16, button, pusher. 9, 12, 13, 15, 16. Race seven, six, liberalised, nine, mystery diamond, and 12, koala bull, six, nine, and 12. Harry White joins me now to preview the quaddy legs from Echuca. Harry, good morning. Good morning, Gareth. 2,100 metres restricted, 58 is the fourth race. First leg of the quaddy, we've got Winston Smurf Hill at $4.80. Then um, we go down to Marsinger at $4.40. Those are the two horses that are the equal favourites. Dante given a chance as well for the local trainer, um, Daryl Archer, and it's currently at $6.50. I am chasing a bit of value here on, on an each-way basis. We'll go with number seven, Court Painter. Just didn't run a strong 3,600 metres in stronger grade last start. So forgiving of that, prior form, I think, is pretty good for a race like this. Um, seems to race best with giving the track, so that's obviously ideal today and can lob into a handy spot above midfield from a good draw. And we're getting sort of north of $15 to find out. So play each-way, Winston Smurfield and Khan's Treasure come via the same race at Swan Hill. There's about a length between them. Winston Smurfield was 47 days between runs, so should derive benefit from that. Khan's Trezor should appreciate the rise in trip. And then, as the market suggests, Mar Singer, Hannah LeBlanc claiming three. Looks to be the other key hope. Seven each way to beat two, ten, and eight. McTastic's at 5.50 in race five over the 1,600 metres. Punter at $8.50. Reggae Rock at 6.50. Then we've got lovely Natalie at seven fifty, shiny rock at five dollars, and without excuse at three thirty. Here, Harry. With number three, punter was disappointing on face value last time out, but it was a pretty handy race. I'd argue the synthetic surface isn't where he's best. Jumped two runs back, he romped in by six lengths, albeit in maiden grade. But best efforts prior to that were solid as well. I think with even luck from a tricky barrier that's improved with scratchings. He's well-placed. Mactastic, freshened, back in trip, was a beaten favourite. I thought might just have the class to win, despite being better over further. Knocking three kilos off with Jet Stanley on obviously a smart call. Without excuse, we'll run an honest, on-speed race. And then Shiny Rock, I thought, was next best. Three, two, eight, seven. Second last is race number six. And, geez, Jason Warren gave effort a good push this morning. Currently at 370. No new tricks at $4. All too tough at 650. And then we go down to probably a little bit of backing for Numero Quattre at $11 here. What are you doing, Harry? Uh, well, I'm glad Jason gave the push because I'm with uh, effort as well. Um, only saw clear running room when the race was sort of run and won first up. So forgiving of that. 
And that was in a 64. I think he looks well-placed right back in grade. Improves with the run under the belt. Placed in three or five over the trip and appreciates the track with giving it. Plenty of boxes ticked for that horse to be winning. No new tricks. Strips even fit a third up after a last start win. Number three, Wanjiru. Uh, I thought at a price could run a good race. So I'm chucking that horse in the quaddy. And then Son of Bielski, I've got his next best. One, two, three, five. One, two, three, and five. So Harry with effort after that good push as well from Jason Warren. And then we go to the last race. And we've got the stable, mate, chips are down at three, ten, and five bulls fighting out for favouritism with that galloper for Dick Ryan at 350 here. How do you see this race, Harry? Hopefully a race-to-race double for the stable, Gareth. Chips are down, um, pulled up with EIPH post-race. So we just forgive and forget that. He stuck on well for third after leading throughout two back uh, in a benchmark 64. Naturally, you know, well-placed back in grade. Five bulls, closed off strongly first up. Does have a big finish, but just getting so far back in the run. That's probably why he hasn't won more races. Anthemic, resuming for a new stable, expert Sutton and Young, has jumped out nicely for Andrew Dale, and then Calligrapher hasn't won for a long time, uh, but has filled the mine of money in four or five runs this prep, and I just think you'd be crazy to leave the horse out of your quaddy. Two, three, one, four. All right, mate, your best bets and a quaddy there. Recapping your quaddy numbers at Ichuka. Uh, my best, I've made race three, number three, Disputed River. It's odds on. It's very short, so we might need to anchor it with something. Value, race four, number seven, Court Painter at around $15. Quaddy, we'll go four by four. So first leg, two, seven, eight, and ten. Second leg, two, three, seven, eight. Third leg, one, two, three, five. Last leg, one, two, three, four. Play of the day, um, I'm going to have a daily double. So race five, numbers two and three, into race seven, numbers two and three. Do you have a special for us at Caulfield? Uh, Philadelphia Storm, I made my best of the day, and it opened at nines. You can still get $5 in race eight. I think it can knock off uh, the race favorite Cardinal Gem there. All right, then. So that's race eight, number five there uh, to Caulfield. Good on you, Harry. Thanks, Gareth. There's Harry White there. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back and get Dan Malecki's best there at Melton and Georgie Farooja's best. Dan Malecki joins me to preview Melton tonight. Dan, good morning. Good morning, Gareth. Good little card at Melton. Um, can you find us a couple of winners, please? Uh, look, it's a hard night to find uh, best bets. There's a lot of short price favourites there, but most of them I think will win. Sometimes you'll get a night where there's a couple of shorties and you think, oh, I'll take you on. But I really couldn't do that uh, t- tonight. I-, I thought Belmont Royale was the best, but it continues to shorten up now. It's getting in. It was probably the most backable of the shorties. It was 220, and I thought I was tipping you a $2.20 best bet, but it's into $1.65 now, and a lot of it has been the this morning so i think it can kick things off but it might be one of those nights you sit back enjoy a, a brandy or uh, a scotch and uh, whatever tickles your fancy and take a five or six legged all up one of those michael felgate you know okay. long all up, ups goes right through the evening because there are a lot of shorties that probably yeah. should be winning um and i think uh, the belmont royale is the best value of all those shorties race one number four so are you with me there yeah oh. As long as it gets the front, I don't know if it's going. If I was driving the one, I wouldn't hand up because um, you can't beat it. But that's just me. Um, and the Kingsman, I wish they could use it out of the gate. But um, no, if it finds the front, it's a dollar ten Belmont Royale. Okay, well, it probably will, but yeah, I'm not sure. banking on the fact it'll just lead. I thought it yep. could win regardless. The danger I actually thought was Cosimo, number 13, is going really well. It hasn't had the best of barrier draws. It's ready to win. So if you're taking an early quaddy, throw it in as well. And look, at $15, you could do a lot worse than have a little bit of a spec. 
uh, each way. Speaking of each way, I thought Enchanted Stride race three, number eight. She's ready now. Uh, no treachery in the race tonight. Uh, it's a suitable race for her, and she's fit enough. She didn't have much luck last start, so that's race three, horse eight, Enchanted Stride. And there's every chance she might even get out marginally beyond the $3.70 of which she is at the moment. The quaddy, this is probably the shortest uh, and cheapest quaddy I think I've ever constructed for you, and I do construct some short and cheap quaddies. Yeah. See what you think of this, Gareth. First leg, seven, something better, and 13, Yambuckian. Yep. Second leg, five, Knights Templar, and nine, Yankee Gold. It's not going to tick Yankee Gold as a, a good each way bet, but there's only two place dividends now. Uh, third leg, like a wildfire on its own, number two. And in the fourth leg, number five, Rock and Roll Do on its own. So yep. that's $4 for 100%. That'll do me. Maybe drain the swamp if they go too hard. Um, even Mr. Perfect in that uh, race five, which is a good race to group three. But I think you're on the money tonight, Dan. Looking forward to seeing Queen Elida go around as well. Um, we'll be joining you shortly with Michael Felgate live at Caulfield for race day mornings. Good on you, Danny. Thank you, Gareth. And Georgie Ferruja joins me. Georgie, how are we making some money at the Meadows tonight? Yeah, um, good morning to you. Um, you'll like these, Gareth, because they're nice and early in the program. I know you like to sort of um, get going nice and early. So race one, number seven, a greyhound called Quarter, has been um, running some really nice placings at Sandown. Uh, looked the winner on the first corner and then sort of got tangled up last week. Uh, still ran on for fourth. I don't think he minds the wide draw here today, and I think he can get the job done, race one, number seven. And race two, number four, Kanji Exiled, as we mentioned for Team Daily. She's a little bit different, Gareth. We want her off and gone because uh, she does get a little bit tired, but she's getting stronger, and I think she finds her race here. There's certainly no greyhounds that can go low 30 seconds in this race. So if she runs around the 30-30 mark, I think it'll be enough to win. So race one, number seven, race two, number four. Quaddy numbers, Gareth, 1, 6 and 7 into 1, 3, 5 and 7 into 3, 7 and 8 into 2, 7 and 8. And Gareth, uh, all of next week will be mainly focusing on the big racing at Albion Park, uh, Greyhounds with heats of the Brisbane Cup. Um, the, the highlight there where we've got a lot of Victorians, including Equaliser, who was fantastic on Thursday going around. So can't wait for that. Good on you, mate. Looking forward to it, Georgie. Good luck tonight at the Meadows. 